you have faith the bible said faith come by hearing and hearing the word of god and who is the word of god jesus and if you have jesus living in you you have faith inside of you there's no way you can be praying for more faith a greater faith you have that giver of faith inside of you well, hello, everybody. This is Pastor Mark A. Stroud, and I greet you once again for another episode of Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, on today's episode, I've got a special treat for you. Today's episode features the ministry of Minister Nelson Robertson. He's going to speak from the subject of the chosen. Oh, my goodness. We had a great time today in service, and I just wanted you to hear it. Now, don't forget to go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. There you can hear this message and so much more right there on the website. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and also install the Kingdom Rock TV channel on your Roku device. We're going to have a great time. Well, without any further ado, here comes Minister Nelson Robertson with his message entitled The Chosen right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. I'm excited to be in the house of the Lord today, especially amongst family. The Bible reminds us, it said, to do good to all men, especially those of the household of faith. Those of the household of faith is, is us. Yes, we got to look out for the poor. We got to take care of the homeless and everything. But a lot of times we forget to pray for one another. We forget to look out for one another because we are in the house or we see each other every day. It's like, ah. But the Bible told us to do good to everyone, especially of those of the household of faith. And I want to thank you guys this morning for joining us and thank my pastor for trusting me with the pulpit because a place that is so sacred, you just don't let anyone just go in because God hold him responsible for everything that is happening here today. And the message that God has given me, it lined up with a lot of the testimony that has been um, given earlier. And as my wife said, you know, she, um, she, she's, she's gonna have twins. So don't, don't judge me. <laughs> Abraham had his when he was 99. So. Anyway, she was talking about the books. I had to let that out. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And um, before I get to the title of my, I won't be before you long, but before I get to the title of the message, I want to kind of um, clear a path. If we're going to, to Atlanta, I want to let you know, hey, let's take I-20, we get there. So there's a few things I want to touch on before we get to the topics. Um, as, uh, as our man of God was saying earlier how, he almost thrown in the towel. Uh, he did throw it in a couple of times and it came back. And I can contest to that. I can, I, I'm a, I can say it happens to me too. There was a time when I got so discouraged that I, the one, I, I got close to throwing away the Bible itself. <laughs> you can get there. Trust me. You can get there. And, um, I, you know, I said, I'm not going back anymore. Uh, this is it. I'm done. I pack everything up and lay them to the side and all these different things. But when you have the Holy Spirit lives in, inside of you, you cannot go back. There's a time when I told my wife, I said, you guys go. I'm not going anymore. 
And by the time they hit that door, I'm saying, wait for me. <laughs> I got to go because the Holy Spirit inside of me, I could not sit back. I could not lay back. I could not just do anything. I have to go. Because you, you know it is God who is speaking to you. And as he talk about throwing in the towel, I've did it many times. But the Holy Spirit revived me. It reminds me of the word of God. He said that you cannot look back. It, it, and then you, when you are kingdom minded, you're not thinking about yourself. You begin to think about others because you are here with a purpose. And there is so many who throw in the towel, who left church over one word that has been spoken. They was hurt, church hurt. They talk about church hurt. There was pastors that walk away from churches that went into different things, whether it's drugs, whether it's a different lifestyle, that whatever it is that pulled them away, they have gotten to the point where they just totally gave up. And there were some that just gave up because they look around and they see things that is happening to others. They can't get ahead because there is certain things that is happening in their life and that is hindering them to go forward and they don't know how to get out of that stronghold. And they just simply gave up. They simply give up because they see their children going down the wrong path. Their husband is not responding the right way. The wife is not doing right, and they just simply give up. But we are here to, uh, how can they know? Who, can, who, who is going to tell them? Let's go to the, the first slide. Who is going to tell them, according to Ephesians 6 and 12, as the scripture says, King James, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We can find ourselves fighting the wrong enemy. We can find ourselves beating them up and, and talking all negative things about them, not understanding what they are dealing with. It's a spirit that needs to be cast out. A spirit of depression. A spirit of dis disobedience. Who is going to tell them according to John, 1 John 4 and 4, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Who is going to tell them that and give them hope? Let them know that they, there is something greater in them. If they just give them a chance and listen to the word of God and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit that will tell them, look, you better than that. You don't have to be there. There is something better for you. Instead of beating them down and tell, look at you. You used to go to church. Now look at you. You got to remind them that, look, God is still, he still loves you. Who is going to tell them that? According to Romans 10 and 14, verse 15, uh, 14 to 15, it says, but how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scripture says, how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. Who bring the good news, letting them know, look, you can still be successful. Yes, you failed twice. Yes, you failed three times. But God, with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. All things are possible. You still can be successful. 
Who is going to tell them, according to John 10, 10, there is a thief. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Who is going to tell them that abundant life has already there waiting for them? All they have to do is to receive it. John 14 verse 1 to 3 says, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Who is going to remind them that they are somebody? That our Savior, he went to prepare a place for you. Because he loves you so much. Yes, he came and he gave his life. And he could have said, well, that's it. I've done my part. I'm going and I'm gone. But he says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. It might seem like where you're living now is nothing. It might seem like what you're doing now is not profitable. But let me tell you, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And I'm coming back to get you and take you back to, with me where there's streets of gold. Where you don't have to toil anymore. Where you will be loved. Where there's no crying, no dying. There's a place where there's more than enough. Who is going to tell them that? Because they fall away. Because they have been deceived. We can find ourselves fighting the wrong enemy. The Bible said we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Flesh and blood is not our enemy. Because when Jesus cast out those demons out of that man. He was sitting right there at his feet. Clothed in his right mind. The same flesh, blood, everything. The only thing that left him. Was that spirit. That have him bound. Hebrews chapter six, Hebrews chapter eight, verse six, it says, but now Jesus, our high priest has been given a ministry that is far superior to the old priesthood for he is the one who mediates for us a far better covenant with God based on a better promises. Who is going to let them know now it's not by works, but it's by grace. When you fall, he reached down, he picks you up. Back in the days when you commit adultery, they're ready to stone you to death. Now grace will say, come on, brush it off, repent, go and sin no more. Who is going to tell them? Because they have went to jail two or three times, they are still someone. We cast them down and we talk bad about them. We say, look at you, you're nothing but a prison. You, you go to jail every second you have. There's nobody want to be around you, nobody who likes you. Who is going to tell them that there is a better promise now? We are living under the new covenant. That you are somebody. When you receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you are now royalty. Who is going to tell them that instead of casting them down? There is so much available to us. But if we don't know, how can we receive it? How can we know what to ask for? How can we know what to pray for? But look at 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 says, Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They were unable to see the glorious light of the good news 
they don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. They cannot understand it. They cannot understand the fact that how much Christ loved them, that he gave his life for them. Because the enemy of this world, Satan, has blinded their mind. They cannot understand that they don't have to pay for everything, that there is someone who is willing to be a blessing to them. They don't have to sell their body. They don't understand that. They don't understand that they'll have to make a, a deal with someone else just to get a job. If, I, if you sleep with me, I promote you. They don't, have, they don't understand that because the enemy has blinded their eyes and all they're seeing is their needs before them. I need to get this paid. I need to get this need met. They can't see that God has already sent his son to die for them. That day, everything pertaining to life and godliness has now been prepared for them and it's available. All they got to do is to just ask, knock, and seek, and it is yours. Matter of fact, it's already yours. He's just waiting for us to ask. If there's something on the shelf that I need and I know it's mine, I can't read. I'll say, Can you take that down for me? I don't have to beg for it, I don't have to buy it. But Satan, the enemy, he is the one the scripture said that we are fighting against. Not flesh and blood. But how can they call upon him? The next slide says. How can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And it, as big as this United States is, and as many churches as we have, there is still some have not heard about the good news. And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how can, and how will, and how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? I heard a pastor said, some has been sent and some just went. And we remember what happened to the sons of Scavers that tried to cast out demons in, in uh, who's, um, Paul, Paul name. And he get, got, they gotten beaten so bad because they wasn't sent. They just went and tried to imitate what Paul and Peter and all the other guys was doing. Did not take the time to have a relationship with God. Did not take the time to receive what God, to, God wants to empower them to do his work. But he just, they just went. Figure if it works for them, it will work for me. But this is our answer as we get to the next slide. And it says, and I will set up shepherds. This is Jer Jeremiah chapter 23 verse 4. And I will set up shepherds over them which, which shall feed them and they shall fear, fear no more. Neither be dismayed, neither shall, there, neither shall there be lacking, saying the Lord. I'm going to read it again. And I will set up shepherds over them which shall feed them, and they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed. Neither shall there be lacking, says the Lord. And the New Living Translation put it this way. Then I will appoint, it, then I will appoint responsible shepherds who will care for them. And they will never be afraid again. Not a single one will be lost or missing. I, the Lord, have spoken. 
I've looked back at my, our first journey here to Kingdom Rock. And when I first moved from um, Florida to Atlanta, and we was up in um, Dallas, we moved to Dallas. And I'm telling you, I have never experienced more loneliness in my life. <laughs> Came out of a place where traffic, you had to dodge, dodge traffic just to get out of your house. <laughs> to a place where I'm counting cars all day, one, five hours later, two, three, four. I almost died with loneliness. It takes me a while to get comfortable to the quietness. <laughs> Matter of fact, we had a friend of ours, like a family that came from um, New York to Georgia for his brother's wedding. He said he's not coming back because he's too quiet. So, <laughs> so I often wonder, as the Lord led us to Bremen, to um, Kingdom Rock, and you look around and it is so quiet. I wonder how the man of God has transitioned from Atlanta to Bremen. But we're getting somewhere now. And the, the title of this message is, You Are Chosen. It might not have been his um, decision, even though it might seem like, yes, let's move, uh, whatever they did. But I believe God has chosen him even before. The Bible says, I knew you before you was forming your mother's womb. And he have a plan for you. And I believe God has planted a man of God in this region for a purpose. There is so much that is going on in the world right now. There's so much, as the scripture reminds us, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We, there, there's, the, there's the light and there's darkness. There are so many activities that is happening out there right now as far as people being bound with different spirit. Neighborhood, neighborhood has been ravaged by different spirit that create hatred and, and robbery and, and, and separation. That You want to know how did God bring you to a place, a certain place like this? But God has a purpose for Kingdom Rock in Bremen. God has a purpose that when Kingdom Rock was planted here, it is, it is for Kingdom Rock to break down some walls. It is for Kingdom Rock to, to, to separate some things and to call some things into existence. God wants his people to be free. So Kingdom Rock was placed here with a purpose. Kingdom Rock was placed here to break down some spiritual barriers because there's people that are bound by uh, uh, suicide, spirit of suicide. They got spirit of poverty. They got spirit of depression. They got spirit of loneliness. They, they, I mean, separation. There's so much that is causing division in our community and in our lives. And God has placed them here for a reason. As much as it might seem like it is isolated on them, not too much going on. God loves everyone that the scriptures say he does not want none to perish, but all should come to repentance. Even if it's one, you remember what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah? Abraham said, Lord, if you find, even if it's just 10 righteous that you find there, would you spare the, the, the city? Even if it's two righteous that is here in Bremen and they began to pray and pray, Lord, we need this place to be replenished. We need this place to get back to the Garden of Eden. Send someone. And the Lord picked someone, chose someone, and planted them right here. 
You are chosen. Let's go to the next slide. And we're going to read from the book of Judges. Judges chapter 6, verse 11 to 16. And we, we're going to talk about Gideon now and see how Kingdom Rock lined up with this. Then the angel of the Lord came and sat beneath, it, beneath the great tree at Ophrah, which belonged to Josh of the clan of Abbas, Abba, Abba, let me get that out my mouth, Abiezer. Gideon, son of Josh, was, was threshing wheat at the bottom of the winepress to hide the, the grain from the Midianites. The angels of the Lord appeared to him and said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. Saul, Gideon replied, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? And where are all the miracles our ancestors told us about? Didn't they say the Lord brought us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us over to the Midianites. Verse 14. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you. Which means that he has been chosen. But Lord, Gideon replied, How can I re rescue Israel? This is it. My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh. And I am the least in my entire family the Lord said to him, I will be with you and you will destroy the Midianites as if you were fighting against one man. When we look around and we see some empty chairs. We are saying, Lord, how can Kingdom Rock take the good news to this area? How can Kingdom Rock Pull down some stronghold. How can Kingdom Rock replenish this earth? How can Kingdom Rock do the things that you call Kingdom Rock to do when we're looking at what we see? He said, Gideon said, how can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh. And I am the least in my entire family. We thank the Lord for those that are in Texas. We thank the Lord for those that are in New York. We thank the Lord for those that are in Florida. We thank the Lord for those that are in the Caribbean. We thank the Lord for those that have the 5,000, the 10,000, because we are all part of this church. Many members, one body. But God has placed Kingdom Rock in a dry place to replenish this entire area. So when you look around, don't be moved by what you see. Gideon said, I'm the least in my family. The Lord said, go with all your strength. Let's get better. Okay. Judges chapter 7, verse 7, it says, and the reason why Israel was going through all that is because there was disobedience to God. And they cry out to God according to the scripture. And the, 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 um, the prophet came and told him what God is about to do. And God chose Gideon to go and rescue them. So Jeroboam, that is Gideon, and his army got up early and went as far as the spring of Herod. The armies of the Midianite were camped 
north of them in the valley near the hills of Morad. The Lord said to Gideon, you have too many warriors with you. If I let all of you fight the Midianites, the Israelites will boast to me that they save themselves by their own strength. You have seen some come and you have seen some go. We have seen some come and we have seen some go. But we are not being depressed. But I'm going to go back up to verse 2. It says, the Lord said to Gideon, now you have too many. So don't be discouraged by what you see. Just get and fit in where God has placed you. And you, worrying about, you worry about you being obedient to God by doing what God has placed you here to do. You have been chosen. Have you ever wondered why when you're born, you couldn't have chose the family that you want to born into? Didn't you want to born into the Rockefeller family? <laughs> Wouldn't you want to be with, with, with the President Bush, Trump, any one of those, if you have the opportunity to choose? You did not even choose your own name. Your parent named you that. We, did not even, we couldn't even choose the country that we want to born in. He said, before you were born, I knew you, and I have a plan for you, and I have planted you here at Kingdom Rock. Rejoice with those that have the 10,000 in, in, in um, Texas, because they are our brothers, and they are doing the work of God. But God has cho chosen you and planted you here, even if it's 10 righteous that is in Bremen and surrounding. God is concerned about those 10 righteous, and he has planted me, you, and every one of us here, here for a reason. Verse 3, it said, therefore, tell the people whoever is timid or afraid, may leave this country. Tell whoever is timid or afraid may leave, this may leave this mountain and go home. Watch this. So 22,000 of them went home, leaving 10,000 who were willing to fight. Gideon had to be, uh, he had to trust God to even say that. But when we read, we're going to get it, we'll get it, it'll get better. To tell these people, any one of you are afraid to go home, 22,000 left and go home, went home. I'll be like, what the? What's going on? 22,000, not, not 22 people. 22,000 went home, leaving 10,000. Well, Gideon feel like, he, 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 he's like, okay, I still have 10,000. We good. We might be able to do a little something. Verse 4, but the Lord told Gideon, there are still too many. 10,000. You still have too many. I would have had to start questioning God right there. Without no, with no disrespect. Lord, 22,000 went home. You left with 10 and then you telling me I still have too many. Kingdom Rock, when you look around. Just like um, the, the man of God, as, as, as uh, yeah, when his servant got afraid and 
He said, don't worry about that. We have more on our side than, than they have. We have more on our side that you, there's more in here than what you are seeing here right now. And he said, there's still too many. Bring them down to the, to the spring and I will test them to determine who will go with you and who will not. That's why everybody can't go. When God is creating a platform, when God is creating something, when he's building something, not everyone is needed to be there. Not everyone can go. Because you will have some that begin to talk against the, the vision. And your word is so powerful. When you send those negative thoughts out, the enemy is just waiting to discourage those that are there, the others that are, that are there to help. When you begin to say things like, I don't know why he's doing this. Why is he wasting money? He could have, then they get discouraged and then they leave. That's why not everyone can go. When Gideon took, verse 5, when Gideon took his warrior down, warriors down to the water, the Lord told him, divide the men into two groups. In one group, put all those who cup water in their hands and lap it up, lap it up with their tongues like dogs. In the other group, put all those who kneel down and drink their water, drink, um, drink with their mouths in the stream. Out of the 10,000, only 300 of the men drank from their hands, and all others got down on their knees and drank with their mouth in the stream. And you know what that means. When you are a warrior, and you are in a place where you don't know who's going to attack, and you drink, you put your head down in the water to drink, you are liable to get killed. From 10,000 to 300. Verse 7, the Lord told Gideon, with these 300, I will rescue you and give you victory over the Midianites. Kingdom Rock. With what you see, we will take over this region. With prayer. With fasting. With our positive confession. We will set the captives free he said send uh, send all the others home so Gideon collect the provision and ram's horn and all and, and the other warriors and sent them home but he kept the 300 with him the Benjamite camp was in the valley just below Gideon's verse 9 that, that night the Lord said get up go down into the Midianite camp for I have given you victory over them. But if you are afraid to attack, go down to the camp with your servant Pura. And when God chose the man of God, most people think, well, he got to carry all this by himself. He is the one that got to go to the hospital. He is the one that got to lay hands. He is the one that have to visit the sick. He is the one who got to do all the marriages and all these other things, the counseling and everything. He got to do all this by himself. I just come to church, sit back and feed, and I go back home. Verse 11, it said, listen to what the Midianites are saying, and you will be greatly encouraged. Then you will be eager to attack. So Gideon took Pur 
and went down to the edge of the enemy camp. The enemies of the Midian, Amalek, and the people of the east had settled in the village with, the, with a swarm of, like a swarm of locusts. Their camels were like grains of sand on the seashore, too many to count. And you telling me from 10,000 down to 300. All they had to do is to let the camels go and they would trample the 300 men to death. The camels, he said, they were like grains of sand on the seashore, too many to count. And if they have a camel for every man, and Lord, you sending me up with 300 men. Can we again say that we are not moved by what we see here at Kingdom Rock? This is the year of transformation as I was sharing with my wife and the man of God. As the Lord released that word to me. This is the house. This is the place that many will be coming to feed, to drink, to be replenished. That they can go out and fight. Gideon creep up, verse 13, 13, Gideon creep up just as the man was telling his companion about a dream. The man said, I had this dream. In my dream, a loaf of bread, a loaf of barley bread came tumbling down into the Midianite camp. It hit a tent, turned it over, and knocked it, knocked it flat. And remember, when, when the, the man of God found Gideon, he was out there um, at the threshing. He, he was uh, making bread. So you can see how that is, is, is uh, represent Gideon. Verse 14, it says, his companion answer, your dream can mean only one thing. God has given Gideon, son of Josh, the Israelite, Joash, the Israelite, victory over, over Midian and all its allies. When Gideon heard the dream and its interpretation, he bowed, down in, he bowed down in worship before the Lord. You see, this is another thing. A lot of times when we, when we are being moved to another place and we have victory or something has been given to us, we forget about God. But Gideon, right then and there, he bowed down and he worshiped God. He acknowledged God. The Bible says if we acknowledge God in all our ways, he, all our ways, he will direct our path. He did not forget, even though he was told he had victory. He right then and there, he reverenced the Lord. He acknowledged, Lord, thank you. Thank you so much. Then he returned to the Israelite camp and shouted, get up. For the Lord has given you victory over the Midianites herd. He gave the 300 men in, the, in three groups. He divided 300 men into three groups and give each one each man a ram's horn and a clay, clay jaw with a torch in it then he said to them keep your eyes on me when i come to the edge of the camp do just as i do when the man of god when god has chosen the man of god you see gideon uh not medium sorry gideon was kingdom minded and when you are chosen, you have to be kingdom-minded. In, in, in a sense where the man of God, not just thinking about himself, but he has to go before God to receive a word of God for the, from the, for the people. 
Because if he is not in line with God and you can see his lifestyle that he's out of whack with God, who is going to listen? Who is going to follow? Who is going to trust him? They saw something in, in Gideon that they trust Gideon to go up with 300 men against the, uh, so many men. You have to be able to trust the man of God. For, you have to see something that makes you want to go with him. All, the only thing, and I'll take that back. They had to make one mistake. One man sneeze and everybody die. One man sneeze in this plan, in this plan, and everyone died. That how many people that was there. He said, this plan was so put together by God. God has chosen him, chosen these men of God to be with him. He was not there by himself. That, and he said, do as I say, keep your eyes on me. Because we are about to take over this. When he said fast, you fast. When he said pray, you pray. It doesn't mean that you're not praying during the week or during the, the, the month or the years. You're not fast during the... But when God has given him a mandate and he said, let us come together as a corporate, as a body, and fast for this, we are going into this thing. You fast. Because this is the plan of God. He said, keep your eyes on me. And you do as I do. Because what we are about to do it is so technical because one man sneezes and we all die. Verse 18, he said, As soon as I and those with me blow the ram's horn, you blow... I'm going to start over again. As soon as I and those with me blow the ram's horn, blow your horns too. And all the entire camp, and, and all the entire camp, camp shout for the Lord and for Gideon. It have to be done precise. It have to be done at the right time. Verse 19 says, It was just after midnight, after the changing of the guard, when Gideon and the 100 men with him reached the edge of the, mid reached the, edge of the midnight camp. Suddenly they blew the ram's horn and broke their clay drawers. Then all the three groups blew their horns and broke their drawers. They heard the blazing, they, they held the blazing torch in their left hands and the horns in their right hand. And they all shouted, a sword for God and for Gideon. Each man stood at his position around the camp and watched as all the Midianites rushed around in a panic, shouting as they run to escape. 23. Verse 23 says, when the 300 Israelites blew their, hand, their, their ram's horn, the Lord caused the warriors in the camp to fight, to fight against each other with their sword. Those, the, those who were not killed fled to the place as far as, as, far as Beth, Beth Shetha, near Zeruah, and, and to the border of the Abel Meholah, near Tabath. Now they got to rename some of these things. We need modernized name. I give you a hard time to get this thing out. <laughs> but, but, but going back to verse 21, it said, Each man stood at his position. And remember, he divided those men into three groups of 100. 
and neither one of them neither one of them had to fight all they had to do is to listen to the man of god and follow his instruction my question to you today what group has god called you or choose you to be in the kingdom rock the man of god cannot do this by himself we are enter into a new phrase phase you have seen the numbers you have seen transition you have seen where we came from you look and you can see where we at now but now the lord is taking us to a higher heights where we got to take over and we got to pull down we got to break down some walls this is spiritual what group are you going to get in are you going to find yourself in the 100 of the intercessors are you going to find yourself in the 100 of those that are, are, are leadership what group are you going to find yourself in would you listen to the voice of the lord as he speak to you and you take your position because we are not moved by what we see they moved from they, they went all the way down to 300 and the lord set it up so that they did not have to fight god has chosen you he has chosen the man of god and planned him in a place like this from atlanta to bremen to break down some spiritual wall there is people that they they're living in poverty not by choice we're not fighting against flesh and blood the enemy has blinded their eyes that they cannot see what is available to them he has blinded their eyes telling them that no one loved them but god loves you that's why he sent his son he loves you that's why he said you are his righteousness he loves you that's why he has chosen you as his ambassador he loves you that's why he has given you now the ministry of reconciliation because christ came and he died for us so that we can be reconciled to god now it is our turn to reach those that are lost and some of us we throw in the towel we get discouraged by what we see what we heard when we look around some came they go he said send home those that are timid those that are afraid to to witness those that are afraid to tell what the lord has done for you those that are afraid to share their testimony there might be someone on the verge of just giving up throwing in the towel killing themselves and all they need all you they need to hear is a word from god and you have that inside of you you have that inside of you you have faith the bible said faith come by hearing and hearing the word of god and who is the word of god jesus and if you have jesus living in you you have faith inside of you there's no way you can be praying for more faith a greater faith you have the giver of faith inside of you the word of god living inside of you you are more than conqueror the scripture says you are somebody so today as we celebrate the 18 years of ministry we just want to thank the lord that he has set a platform with faithful chosen people that is willing to stand with the gideon that he has given us and we will fight we will break our jaws we will hold up our torch 
And we will shout a sword for the Lord. And we say, bless the man of God. Thank you, Lord. Let me leave you with a word of encouragement. One scripture. Well, it's more than one. This is Isaiah 60. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 19 to 22. And it says, No longer will you need the sun to shine by day, nor the moon to give its light by night. For the Lord your God will be your everlasting light, Kingdom Rock, and your God will be your glory. Your sun will never set, your moon will never go down. For the Lord your God will be your everlasting light. Your days of mourning will come to an end. All your people will be righteous because they will receive the word from Kingdom Rock, the pure world. They will possess their land forever. For I will plant them there with my own hands in order to bring myself glory. The smallest family will become a thousand people. And the tiniest group will become a mighty nation. At the right time, I, the Lord, will make it happen. And this is the year of transformation. And I pray that you receive the word of God because it's only those who believe in the word of God. Only those who believe that they receive what they ask for will receive it. And I thank you, Lord, as I pray, close with a pray, and then we have Pastor Shroud to come back. Father, we thank you, and I thank you, Lord God, for using me today to say what thus said the Lord God of hosts, Father. Father, I declare according to the word of God that I am nothing without you. You are my strength. You are my rock. You are my source. And I thank you, Father, for choosing us. Thank you for the place that you have planted us. We will not, be, we will not move by what we see, but move by what we know that you are, they God. The one who has called us, you knew us, you have known us before we were even born. And you have a plan for us. You commissioned us to replenish the earth. You said in your word that you wish that none should perish, but at all should come to repentance. Father, we thank you that you have empowered us for this journey. We thank you for the men and women of God that you have placed in this place. We will stand with them. Even though we are divided into groups, like you divided Gideon into the groups of 300, one in each, 100 in each group, we will watch for instruction and we will move in sync that your name will be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let us bless the Lord this morning. Receive Pastor Stroud as he comes. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Remember, if you would like to hear today's message in its entirety or hear the entire series, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. 
That's kingdomrock.org. You can also subscribe to our podcast and get it on the go. And if you have a Roku device, make sure you search for Kingdom Rock TV. In there, you will find this program and so much more. We would also love to see you in a live service. Just go to our website to get the details at www.kingdomrock.org. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.